Welcome to the Intuitive Eating and Body Positivity Podcast. I'm Terry and I'll be talking about all things intuitive eating, body positivity and health at every size, and shaking off weight stigma, diet culture and food rules so that we can all have a better relationship with food and our bodies. Good day to you, my friend. Um, Hi, how are you doing? I don't have an awful lot to tell you about general everyday life today. I really don't. (laughs) Uh, It's been a pretty uneventful affair, really. Nothing much going on. I'm just enjoying some downtime, actually, after doing the New Year F the Diets challenge. Um, Did you see that I did that? I'm sure I mentioned it last week. Um, But yeah, I've done a seven-day free challenge what an awesome experience that was. I had such a good time, such a good time with everybody. We did a full on week of live session every day and tasks for everybody to do to kind of dive into how they felt about themselves. And, um, I generally just made people think outside the box a little bit about what they relate to their body, how they relate to their body rather, uh, how they relate to food, how the two are intertwined, that sort of thing, and how to make some improvements. And it was awesome. It was awesome. I had such a good week. Uh, and it was, it was really buzzing actually. The, the vibe of the group was great. We had some really good conversations, some really good discussion around stuff. So just been enjoying a bit of downtime because I'm not going to lie, a seven-day challenge is full on, (laughs) full on. So yeah, I haven't done very much. I've just played a bit of pool, chilled out a bit. Yep, not done a lot at all, really. Uh, So I've got nothing to chat to you about today, soz. (laughs) So let's just get into it anyway, because you've probably read this title of this episode and gone, I do want to feel better about myself right now. I do want to feel better about my body. So let's get into that and let's get you going on that. Right. Firstly, I'm just going to go straight into the steps, straight into them. Step number one. Okay. You have to realize you don't have to love your body. We often hear how we have to love our body. Love your body, otherwise no one else can. No, nonsense. Absolute nonsense. For starters, if you don't love your body, there is probably somebody in your life, maybe somebody in your life, somebody who wants to be in your life that would love your body, that does love your body, even if you don't. So let's put that aside. I do resonate with the idea of you have to like yourself, you have to appreciate yourself. You have to see the value in yourself and then others will go with the flow of what you're feeling and they will uh, warm to you. They'll warm to what you love about yourself. But I don't believe that others can't love you if you don't love yourself. So let's start there. And that can feel impossible right now. I get it. The negative thoughts around your body when you aren't happy, I get it. I understand getting up in the morning and looking in the mirror I understand the awful experience clothes shopping could be. I mean, I've talked about this many times, haven't I? I understand when there are things that you can't do because you feel like your body gets in the way. Um, I get it. I get it. 
And when all that's going around in your head, it can be really difficult to be positive about your body. But I promise once you can change that mindset, it will give you a totally different look outlook on life. Changes everything. It changes your day. It changes your mood. It changes what you wear. It changes what you do. It changes your confidence. It changes your relationships. Um, but you have to make some kind of a change in the way you feel about yourself to start seeing all these things happen for you. You have to get rid of these beliefs that you have around your body being bad and replace them with new ones. You have to find new ways of looking at yourself. Um, actually in more detail than you've probably done before. If, if I'm going to be completely honest about this, you do have to deep dive into this stuff to make those changes. So wherever you are right now, you're going to strive for a place that is respect and appreciation. Okay. You don't have to love yourself. You can aim for respect and appreciation and neutrality. Just to feel nothing is okay. You don't even have to verge into positive. You can just sit there at, it's okay. And it's different to loving yourself, I know that. Maybe one day you'll go on to actually love yourself and think you're the most incredible person on the planet. I hope you do. But I also think that you can love yourself without being respectful to your body or without appreciating it, you know. You can love yourself and still treat your body badly. So just because you love yourself, it doesn't mean that you're treating yourself well. So let's start there. Let's get to a point where you really respect yourself and really appreciate your body for what it does. A place of neutrality, maybe. Um, And then you won't hate your body anymore. And by that, I mean, appreciate your body for the things that it does for you. Appreciate your body for the things that it can do, the actual physical things that it does for you, um, the things that it does automatically without even thinking, right? You know, I say this quite often, your brain, it just does stuff. Your lungs, they just inhale and exhale. Your heart just beats and pumps blood around your body and stuff. Your digestion just works. It just takes the food, takes what it needs, moves the rest out. You know, there's so much that you can appreciate from your body. There really is. And to be respectful of your body as well, to really, to really treat it well. It's really important because that all contributes to how you feel about yourself as an overall person, as an overall package, for want of a better word. So that's number one. You're going to know that you do not have to love yourself. That can put so much pressure on you. If you think, I've got to love myself, I've just got to love myself, I've got to love myself, but I don't know how to do it. Oh, that's so much pressure. So take that away and just know that it's okay to not love yourself. Just be aiming for something a little bit more, um, that sits a little bit better with you. So let's aim for the appreciation and the respect. That leads nicely into number two. Number two, you are actually going to respect your body. You are going to take care of it. You cannot feel better about your body if you are not treating it well. So you are going to do things like make sure that you are taking care of things like basic self-care, basic personal hygiene. All right. 
when you feel bad about yourself, it can be hard to actually even do the very base level self-care. Make yourself have a wash, make yourself clean your teeth, um, make yourself brush your hair, these things. And for a lot of people listening to this, you're going to be listening and thinking, well, this is ridiculous. Of course, I brush my teeth. Of course, I brush my hair. Of course, I have a wash in the morning. But actually, for some people, that's just one step too far. For some people, that base level is really difficult because they don't see the point. So if this is you and you do not see the point in taking care of even the basic things like that, I want you to change your thoughts around that. Okay. I want you to feel how much better it feels after you've had a shower or a bath, uh, washed your hair, brushed your hair, that sort of thing. Even just washing your face in the morning and brushing your teeth. If you have got nothing else to do that day, just getting up and brushing your teeth and washing your face can just make you start the day a little bit better. So let's start there. If you're in a place where you're not able to do that at the moment, start there. Work on the basic self-care. Then you are going to take part in things that make you feel good. Self-care treats. Uh, Do things you wouldn't normally do. Have a bath for an hour. You know, if you're the kind of person that has a shower and you never make time to sit in the bath and you'd really like to, then do that. Make sure you give yourself the time to do the things that you really enjoy doing. Maybe you could go on a spa day. Maybe those aren't your bag. So maybe you could block some time out, go find somewhere quiet and read a book. Maybe you could curl up on the sofa and watch a film. Again, they seem like very basic things to do, but if your life is busy and you're constantly running around after other people, you're not taking care of yourself. And so just to take the time out to do these things can be really important and can be um, energizing and regenerating for you. Buy yourself nice things. By, and by that, I mean nicer products. So if you're the kind of person that goes to the supermarket and buys a cheap and cheerful shower gel, because, well, it does the job, doesn't it? Nope. No. Pick one you like. Pick one that looks lovely. Pick one that smells lovely. Pick one that feels nice on your skin. You know? Buy the products that you want to, not the ones you feel like you should. Buy the products that make you feel like you're living a luxury life. You know? Make yourself feel good. Buy your products. Use your products. Are you the kind of person that's got a stack of things? I'm just looking at my dressing table now and I'm like, I've got loads of products that I just don't use regularly. But when I do use them, I feel great. I just don't make the time to use them. And that's what you should do. Make the time to do these things. Treat yourself nicely. Um, write yourself little notes. Write yourself little love notes. Maybe you could stick one on the mirror. Maybe you could put one in a drawer that you don't go in very often. So next time you open it, you've forgotten it was there and you surprise yourself with it. Tuck one inside a book somewhere. Uh, Put one inside your lunchbox. Whatever you need to do, 
write yourself little notes. It's lovely. When you read them, you know you've written them to yourself, but still it makes you smile. Do nice things for yourself like that, and it will make you feel so much more positive about yourself. And then as a byproduct of that, you start having a more relaxed relationship with food because you're not so driven to change the way that you eat to affect the shape of your body. You can just focus on enjoying your food. Three, you are going to stop the blame game. You are going to stop blaming your body. How often do you blame your body for something? And do you even know you're doing it? (laughs) So there's lots of things that make you feel bad about your body, okay? There's lots of things that can make you feel negative. Let's go back to clothes shopping. You know how much I hate clothes shopping. You know how much I hate going actually to shops and buying clothes or trying to buy clothes, should I say, because it rarely works out for me. But there's loads of things that can feel like they're a struggle for us. Um, Clothes shopping is one. Exercise. Do you feel like you can't do things that you used to do exercise-wise? Do you feel like you can't do things that you'd really like to do because your body is too big or it doesn't work that way? Or, you know, things like, do you feel like you're too big to be a ballet dancer, but you'd really like to try that? Do you feel like uh, you'd like to try pole dancing, but everybody must look at you because, you know, you're bigger than what we see as pole dancers on the TV? you know, in films and things. I promise you now, that stereotypical image of a thin, tall, blonde woman that you see in the clubs, in the strip clubs that are portrayed on the TV and in films, that's not what you get at pole dancing classes. I promise. And even if you're not going to be comparing yourself to the other people there, Are you worried about whether it would take your weight? Well, let me tell you now, those poles will take an insane amount of weight and an insane amount of force and you are not going to break one. So, you know, there's lots of things like that that we think we can't do and we won't try because of our body shape or size. Um, Traveling, going to events, eating out because you're worried about what people might say or how they'll look at you or whatever your thoughts are. But we blame our bodies for these things. We direct our frustrations at our body and we say that it's our fault that we can't buy the clothes. It's our fault we can't go to the events comfortably. And maybe the criticisms and the jokes from others are right and that we've let ourselves go and we should do something about it. You know, all these things we put on our bodies and then we dwell on it and then we don't do the things that we try want to do and we don't uh, get involved in things that we want to get involved in. You get more and more unhappy with your body and then you continue to tell yourself that you should lose weight and then you sh- then you'll be better. Then you'll be able to do these things. But it's just personal gaslighting. It is not true. All these thoughts, all these feelings, they come from everywhere around you. Um, the messages you hear through school, uh, your work environment, the gym, 
healthcare providers, the media, social media, friends and family, the beauty industry, the fashion industry is everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And the onus is on everybody else, but not you. Okay. So we're going to stop blaming ourselves. It is the responsibility of others. It is the responsibility of the venues, of the transport companies, of the employers, of the gyms. It is the responsibility for people, of people to provide facilities that are suitable. It is the responsibility of the beauty industry and the media to start representing bodies. It is the responsibility of healthcare providers to be better educated. It is the responsibility of friends and family to have a better understanding and be more accepting of people in all bodies. So the blame game stops now. You're not going to blame your body anymore for not fitting in. You're not going to blame your body for how you look. You are perfect the way you are because mother nature gave you this blueprint of how you're supposed to be. And while you're not dieting and you're not trying to change that blueprint, you are just where you're supposed to be. It is the responsibility of others around you. So the blame stops now. Four, you are going to stop body checking. Do you know what body checking is? Um, Body checking is the habit, because it is a habit, of thinking about your body in everyday situations and then considering whether it's okay or not. So there's lots of different ways of doing this, but they usually look something like um, checking yourself in a mirror, focusing on your body parts. But mirrors are everywhere. They are in shops, they're at home, they're in changing rooms, they're everywhere. And no two mirrors are the same. They're all manufactured differently um, and they all reflect something different. So to actually look in the mirror and criticize yourself to body check is not fair because you're looking at something different each time. Uh, Windows are the same, shop windows. If you walk through town Are you looking at the people around you? Are you looking at the scenery? Are you looking at the birds in the sky? Or are you looking at yourself in every single window you walk past? Mm -hmm. Um, Body checking is also comparing yourself to other people. It is pulling at your clothes, trying to cover yourself up. You know, if you've got a top that rides up and you keep pulling it down because you're trying to hide your belly, it's that. Or maybe you pull your bag around or you hold your bags in front of you, trying to cover yourself up. That's a form of body checking. Weighing yourself frequently, that's body checking. Um, Pinching yourself, feeling for bones, asking people to comment on you. What do I look like? Do I look fat in this? Does my bum look big in this? That sort of thing. It's all body checking. And you might be doing this hundreds of times a day without even realizing. But when you do it so often, it affects your subconscious and it causes you to have these negative thoughts, negative feelings. And then that knocks on into the rest of life, doesn't it? So no more body checking, please. And actually, if you go back a few episodes, episode 58 is all about body checking. 
So I go into it in some more detail there. So go and listen to that one if you haven't listened to it yet. And number five, stop weighing yourself for the love of all that is good and holy in this world. Please stop weighing yourself. Oh my God, it is the worst thing in the world that you can do for body confidence or rather for battering your body confidence. So I have said this multiple times. I will continue to bang this drum. There is nothing good that comes from standing on those weighing scales. Now it's January and I understand that the new year, new me message is absolutely everywhere. And people are trying to get you to go to diet clubs and they're trying to get you to join the gym, trying to get you to look different, to lose weight, to become a different version of yourself. And it all seems to revolve around weight, doesn't it? It all seems to matter what you weigh on the scales. And I don't get it. I don't understand why. Because our weight tells us nothing. Your weight, when you stand on the scales, is just a reflection of the force between you and the earth. That is all that the number on the scales tells you. Honestly. It does not tell you what kind of a wife, daughter, sister, mother, aunt, friend, colleague you are. It doesn't tell you how wonderful you are. It doesn't tell you how good you are at your job or at singing or acting or knitting or I don't know. What are you good at? The scales don't tell you what you're good at. You know what you're good at. Do the scales know that? No, of course they do not. Um, they do not tell you any qualities about your life that matter. But also, everything changes day to day and multiple times through the day. Your body weight fluctuates naturally. So the scales don't tell you what is going on with your hormones, what time of the month it is, uh, what you ate yesterday, how much water you've got in your body, that sort of thing. They can't possibly know that. Even the scales that have got those sensors that supposedly tell you what your fat and your water content are, they cannot be accurate. There is nothing good to come out of standing on the scales. Let's get rid of those. Do you feel like that's a big ask at the moment? I get it. When I got rid of my scales, I had to put them in a cupboard behind my washing basket in the airing cupboard. Um, and that meant that if I wanted to stand on the scales, I would have to make a bit of a racket to get to them. And then people would know what I was doing. And I always weighed myself in secret. So my first step for me was to put those scales somewhere where it would be an inconvenience to go and get them. And then bit by bit after that, you can work on just getting rid of them completely. But at least for now, make it difficult to weigh yourself. If you're weighing yourself multiple times at the moment, then maybe you can reduce that to 
once a day and then you can reduce that to once a week and then you can reduce it to once a month. You know, there's ways to come off it if you don't think you can just get rid of it straight away. But honestly, the most freeing thing you will ever do is to get rid of those scales. It feels really stressful to start with. It feels like a big deal because shouldn't everybody know their weight? Shouldn't everybody be striving to lose weight? Nope. When they have gone, it is just lovely. It is something from your day that is currently causing you stress. If you have put weight on that morning, then it's going to affect how you eat, how you dress, how you feel about yourself, how you put yourself into the world. If you've lost weight, it's going to affect what you eat because you're going to be trying to keep that weight off. It is going to affect what you wear and how you put yourself out into the world. You do not need to be influenced by this thing that you stand on. That's all it is, something you stand on. All right, so let's work on getting rid of that. So there's five things that you can do straight away, right now, right this second, to start giving yourself a better view of your body, to start feeling a bit more neutral rather than disgusted or disliking of your body. That's five things you can do right now. Number one, you're going to know that you don't have to love your body. You can just aim for appreciation, respect, neutrality. Take the pressure away. You don't have to love yourself. Number two was the blame game. We're going to stop that. We're going to stop blaming our bodies for the things that we can't do or won't do because some of them we can do, right? We just don't want to because we feel like it'll be an uncomfortable experience, but stop blaming your body for these things. Number three, we're going to stop body checking. Stop pulling at clothes, stop looking in mirrors, stop comparing yourself to others. All these things that are just making you feel bad about yourself. I'm going to stop those. Number four, we are going to put body respect into practice. We are going to be kinder to our bodies. We're going to make time for basic self-hygiene. Um, night, we're going to get nicer products in our life. We're going to do nice things that are treating ourselves more kindly. And then number five, we're going to stop weighing ourselves. Those five things, if you put them into practice, will make a massive difference. I promise you. So there, go, put them into practice and uh, let me know how you get on. Get me on all the socials. Um, you've got my email address in the show notes, but let me know what difference these make to you. I think that's it. I think we're done. Um, yeah, that's the end, guys. It's the end of the episode. Guess I'll speak to you next week, right? <laughs>